Welcome to the All Manner of Things podcast. In this episode, we will be reviewing Arboretum. Hi, I'm Shondell. And I'm Peter. And this is the All Manner of Things podcast, where we discuss and review board games. Game time is 30 minutes. It takes two to four players. And ages eight and up. Arboretum is all about creating a garden of trees with your cards so that visitors can travel and appreciate the beauty of your cards. Uh, so it's a game made of tree cards. Each type of tree is a different colour and they come in numbers one to eight. To set up the game, so at the start of the game, you have seven cards in your hand. But you also have, um, each person has their own discard pile, so you also have one face-up card in your individual discard pile, and then in the centre of the table there's a, like a face-down draw deck that everyone can draw from. You draw two cards in your hand, and you play one uh, into your arboretum, which is the um, tree uh, garden, and discard the other card. Once the deck is depleted, the game's over. And then you have to score, so that's where the complexity of this game comes in. The trick is that only one person earns the right to score a pass in their arboretum, but you earn that right based on what's in your hand. So you have to have the highest value of that particular tree cards in your hand. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, eight is the highest value, except if another player has the one in the hand, then the eight is worth nothing. It's very tricky. A path must begin and end with the same type of tree, and each card in the path must be higher than the value before it. There's a whole bunch of other little combos and bonuses you can get along the way. After all the trees are scored, the player with the most value points wins. The most beautiful arboretum. Yes. Review. Presentation. The box is small which is great because it makes it a great travel game. There are two sides to the card insert in the box, which I find really handy because yeah. we play this mostly as a two-player game. So as a two-player game, you take out some of the cards. So it yep. means you can put yep. the cards that we use commonly on one side of the box and the ones that we don't use on the other side of the box. Yeah. And the trees on the card, they're pretty. Yeah, look, I said the artwork was very classical looking. Yeah, yeah. Um, I came up with an idea which I kind of think is just a little silly now that I say it. Um, but if I was to design it, I'd probably have like different styles of trees. The tree on each one of those things would be jacaranda or willow or whatever is exactly the same artwork. I mean, each tree type is different, but those numbers from one to eight have the same tree. It's like the jacaranda will have a certain look and the willow will be a different look, but that one to eight value is all identical artwork. Maybe even I mean, I'd have, a, have for the one, I'd have like a small little sapling all the way up to like a larger tree for eight. But then I think that's no that's, arboretum. That's cool. But that's not an arboretum though, is it? True. They will be True. the same size. So I was like, eh, you know. I guess it's something a little bit more though. I mean, I think... I think they do need something a little bit more. They're all full, yeah, yeah. voluptuous trees. 
They've got, <laughs> they've got um, like, because they're all different colours. So each tree yeah. is represented by a different colour. Yeah. If you look at the background of the cards, like the red tree, which I think is the maple in the deck that we have. Yeah. The background has a slight reddish tinge to it, and there's yeah, things like yeah. you know, there's little things. If you actually look at the cards, there's little things like little fences and little paths and butterflies and stuff. So, so they are pretty. What's a Christmas tree without tinsel and pretty silver and gold decorations? Can't really call it a Christmas tree, now can you? The box itself, though, is a bit of a downer. I, I actually said the box artwork is uh, looks like an oversized, classy cigarette box. To me, yeah, you know, or a playing card. Box I just, I think it's a little too monotone. Something. I think it's too monotone. It's green and gold. Um, there's a touch of white in it as well, but it's the trees are all different colours, and it's talking about having building a great arboretum with all these different coloured trees. Yeah, true. Why don't they have a, a picture on the box with all the different, different coloured trees? Yeah, yeah. It. it would make it a little bit more enticing. I just think at the yeah. moment, because it's really only is mostly green. Yeah. Um, it's got a little bit of that gold and white. It's just a bit plain, and it doesn't draw me in. Well, that's very nice. Thank you very much. Now, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? It's leave, you idiot. Make like a tree and leave. You sound like a damn fool when you say it wrong. All right, then, leave! Look, I, I mean, I agree. I've I got this also down for a three. The other thing, and I feel like I get a nitpick on this particular presentation every time. But it would be nice if they actually included a couple of pencils to help with the scoring afterwards as well. Yeah. yeah. Uh, little things like that wouldn't have hurt. But, uh, yeah, look, it's a nice quality game. The cards yeah, themselves yeah, are good, good quality. quality. It does, there's not a lot to it. Um, the instructions is, is like on a nice card. Seems like recycled paper, yeah, made, made of trees. It is. I don't it's know. Ni- it's, yeah. it's really nice. It's nice, and the, um, the scoring, considering the complexity of the scoring, is um, is dealt with quite nicely as well. Yeah. So you yeah. don't lose that scoring card, scoring sheet, because if you do, you'd, you might be a little stuffed. But yeah, three. Yep. Now rookie rating. This isn't what you call a geeky looking game no. as i said it's very classical looking and, and a little bit timeless as well the mechanism is clever now it's simple to pick up but you learn a lot in the first turn because you would make a lot of mistakes with the scoring and how you lay down the cards and that, that right pathway yeah. but as you keep playing you play a stronger and stronger game but picking up those simple rules Draw two, put one in front of you and discard one. That's going to be pretty easy for someone who's a first-time player. I also think it's, if you're talking about someone who hasn't played a lot of modern board games, if they're used to the old card games, you know, the cards are, they're different coloured cards with numbers on them. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's more recognisable. Same with the gameplay, the pick up and put down is like your old school card game. Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. So that's yeah. um, recognisable as well. I had to give it a four... Um, because, like you said, the scoring and understanding how to make the paths the first time you play it can be a little bit confusing and it's a bit difficult to try and explain it. Yeah. The fact that you have to earn the right to score based on what you're holding in your hand, Yeah. but the points that you score are based on yeah. what you put down on the, in your arboretum in front of you. If someone can teach, like what you, you actually played this game, 
um, without me the first time. And then when you taught it to me, the way you said it was, was great. It was so easy to pick up. But I completely screwed up the scoring mechanism of it. You know, this is I'm, I'm just treating this rookie writing with myself because I was the one who actually was the rookie a few days ago. Yeah, I also gave it a four as well. Easy for a rookie to pick up. Player interaction. Um, I give this a five. I think the player interaction in this game is surprising. Like, it doesn't sound like there's a lot of it, but once you start playing, it's becomes so much. It becomes so difficult to discard cards very quickly yeah. because you want to hold on to cards to prevent your opponent from scoring. You're watching yeah. the arboretum to yeah. see what they, they're planting because you want to see if you can prevent them from scoring what they're planting. You're also trying to judge the total value of cards you need to hold in your hand so that you can score the paths that you've created. It's clever. So you're looking at how many do they have in front of them? How, yep. you know, how many yep. do I have in front of me? What cards do I have in my hand? Have I seen them pick up other cards? Like you're paying a lot of attention to what everyone else is doing because it's so crucial for you to know the value of those cards that are out there to know if you're going to win the, win yes, the score no, or not. Absolutely. Um, it, it, well, I've put it down, it's quiet interaction. You know, it could be no speaking throughout the entire game, but it's, it's so intense because you are look, constantly looking at what they've got and how you can hold on to the colours to block them, but at the same time build your own arboretum. So, yeah, absolutely. I, I put down a four for it only because of this interaction is, is, isn't completely visible, but it is really high. Yep. I know as well that um, sometimes when you find that you've blocked somebody already, you can then just focus on your own arboretum and build that, and that, that can be a little intra less interactive. Not every round relies upon your inter interactivity. Yeah. I don't know, I feel... I felt, I felt the other way. I felt like every single time I picked up a card and I had to discard one, it was like, oh, maybe not the first few, maybe the first two or three cards that you discard is hmm. because you've got a little bit of junk in your hand. The other thing is that you share discard piles. So if I put a card down, the other players can pick it up. You can pick it up. Yeah. So I don't want to discard something that's going to work well for you, but at the same yeah. time, I don't want to discard something that I need. So, yeah. And then on top of that, you've got the, the, one, the one value card being able to cancel out the eight value card. So if that's you're holding clever. the eight yeah, that's clever. to yeah. get the highest value for it, uh, you're wondering if they have the one and then, yeah, I yeah. don't know, just... Yeah, no, absolutely. Some very clever mechanics that go with this game that make it feel like it's simple, but once you really get into it and you play it a couple of times, man, it can do your head in yeah. so bad. Yeah. What is this test, O oh knights of knights who till recently said ni? Firstly, you must find another shrubbery. <laughs> Not another shrubbery. Then, when you have found the shrubbery, you must place it here beside this shrubbery, only slightly higher, so you get a two-level effect with a little path running down the middle. A path, a path, a path. Okay, so balance. Now I found this is clearly high strategy a lot going on and you're constantly saying to yourself I don't want to put down a card because if I do you're going to win the game even though it could be like the third or fourth round it, yep. it is it's that intense don't steal this card I'm going to put it down 
you know, should I try and casually place it down? Yeah, whatever, you know, it's a two, whatever. Yeah. But in the back of your mind going, if you touch that two, my life is over. The game is, is completely over. It, it is, it's fantastic. And we did find we were doing that quite a lot. You put down the two into your discard pile yeah. and hope that they don't pick it up. And then on your next turn, you pick up the two straight away. Yeah. And yeah. Then even though at the end of that turn, you're going to throw it out again. But you're yeah. like, I still actually want this card, but it's the... the Least bad card for me to throw out. <laughs> Definitely. Now, now, okay. There's also luck involved as well with the cards that you draw, and and yep. um, but it's the strategy and knowing how what cards to keep and what cards to discard that that really kind of separate this and make it more uh, less of a balance and more. The more times you play, an expert is probably going to win. Yeah, I I said the same thing. I think. I think an expert will beat a rookie at this. So someone who's played it many times is more likely to yeah. win over someone who's playing it for the first time. The I can see on your what you've got is a is a two for yes. your balance, yes. and and I've got a four, which is probably one of the the biggest variations we've got in scoring. I can I find that sometimes you can overthink your turn a little, and that if you've played it a few times, you'd be going, well, I don't want to get rid of this, but then I can get rid of that. Someone who hasn't played, play a bit more in their gut and still has a good chance of, well, not a good, but yeah, not, not, not a bad chance of... I just feel yeah. the game is a lot more, I gave it a two because I feel it's a lot more strategy based, yeah. which is not a bad thing. Giving it a two is not a bad thing here. It's just saying it's, it's very much a more strategy based game than a luck based game. Hmm. There is luck, yes, in what cards you draw. Yeah. Because it's a card game. Yeah. You shuffle and draw cards. Yeah. But after that, once you've got the initial hand and you set your strategy up based on what cards you have, it's there's not as much luck as other games. It's a very, very high strategy game. I don't know, because we've only ever played it as a two-player, I don't know if a high player count might make it a little bit more luck. Yeah. Because with we two have people... More, more variations on what cards you can pull as yeah, well. Yeah, and with two people, like if you put a card down... If I put a card down... Like we were just saying, you put a card down and I actually want to pick it back up in the next round. There's only, I only have to wait for you to not pick it up. Yes. Um, whereas if there's more players, there's three people who might pick it up before it gets back All to me. chasing the same colours. Yeah, so I think... Or... And then there's, if people are drawing off the draw pile, that's six cards that could disappear before it gets back round to you. So, yeah. So there could be more luck with a higher player count, but for yeah. a two-player game, I definitely think it's... Heavily strategy weighted. Okay, replayability. I'll give that a four. The game is pretty quick to play. Like it says 30 minutes on the box. That's probably about right. And it's it's a varied game. You have to, you can't pre-plan your game. You have to wait until you're dealt your hand to cards. And that gives you a clue as to what you could do for this game. But then as more cards are discarded, you also change your strategy. Your strategy adjusts as you go. So yeah. it's not the same thing every time. It's it's a different game every time. Yeah, yeah, and I, I said that as well. I had an agile playing style is what you got to keep in your mind. What cards you've got, yeah. what cards are in front of you, what other card people have and cards. So you got to constantly change and readjust and tweak how you're playing and what you put down. That's a really good way to describe it. Agile. I like it. <laughs> um, High replayability. I gave this one a five. I think this would be a perfect travel game. Small box, not a lot going on. You could play it in a train, on a plane, wherever you want to play it. 
it, it's great. It, it'll be one of those games that um, you can play it in stormy hut or you know because out on the road or in an airport yeah in an airport wherever you want to play this this game's going to be perfect for that i i gave it a 4 um the reason i didn't give it a 5 was only because it's it's quite a heavy game it's very the word i've written is thinky <laughs> 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 yeah. i'm rude you have to think a lot, like it does your head in this game. It sounds so simple, but every single turn you're like, ah, you're hovering your card halfway between your hand yeah. and the discard pile. So because it's so heavy, I feel like you couldn't, you probably couldn't play it again and again. Like you need a break. You can't just play it and then go, okay, let's play again. I feel like you, you need to... Just get out and let your mind relax a little bit after after you play the first game. Theme. Theme, theme, theme. Now, yes. theme. this is all about trees. <laughs> now, how can that be cool? Trees can't be cool. But look, at least it's unique. I'll give it that. Yes, I wrote it has a theme. Yes. So... <laughs> so look, it doesn't it, get it, a one. No, it got, it got a two um, for me. Look... It, it could be about Pokemon or building city or whatever. It, in this game, it's not about the theme. It's about the mechanism and the, and the way you play the cards. So yeah. they've yeah. pretty much gone, let's put a very light theme on top of it. It doesn't need to be there. It, at least it's a bright colored yeah. pictures on the cards, but that's about it. I said a very similar thing. I said, I guess the theme kind of suits because the game mechanic um, is more complex. Yeah. I've said it's more like it's like an adult game. Uh, yeah, I, um, I actually put on here. You could bring this game to your mother's house and play yes. it with a cup of tea. Yep. Now we're making adults sound really boring. Like, <laughs> like all we care about is trees and gardens and mortgages. So, and cups so, of tea. So at least it's not a game about mortgages. Now look what you did. My great grandfather planted this tree. <laughs> yeah, so it's not it's not an attractive or fun theme. It's not a theme that really grabs me because of the theme. And it's not a theme that plays through. No. You don't put cards down thinking, I'm planting a tree here. Yes. You just you play the cards, they're different colours, they've got numbers on them. But I gave it a two. Yeah. Best and worst. Alright, best and worst. For me, the best part of this game is the mechanism of earning the right to score based on what you're holding in your hand yeah. and scoring based on what you play on, played on the table. I couldn't agree more. I've also got the mechanics on how you play and the strategy and the desperation of like, I've got seven cards in my hand and if I put one down, you're going to win the game. Yes. It's that constant fear of putting down or discarding a card that the other person can pick up. It's fantastic. Yes, and just on that, I remember the last game we played with seven cards in your hand, the whole wanting to block other people as well. Yes. Of my seven cards, three of them were a card that I did not have in my arboretum at all, but I was holding on to them because the value of those cards meant that you couldn't score the rest of them which you had in your exactly. play field. So just 
Yeah, brilliant. the mechanism of that brilliant. is brilliant. Our uh, worst uh, I've got is <laughs> surprise, surprise. It's, it's the theme. Um, but hey, I can live with that. I can live with the tree theme. I can live with a very light theme because the mechanism works so well. I was going to put the theme was my worst, but then I thought you wouldn't want a different theme, like a different theme that draws away from the mechanics of the game. Mm. I can't really think of a better thing. Theme. The thing that I thought really lets the game down is the box. Um, I think that's the worst for me. It's not an enticing box. You don't feel like um, having a cigarette when you're looking at it. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I don't know why I'm picking cigarettes when I look at this box, but I just look at it and think, well, you know. Or like an old-fashioned style playing card box. Yeah. I just really want to see the colourful trees on the box all together. Yeah. Because that's the whole point of the game is to make a colourful arboretum, and I don't know why they've gone with such a plain box. Final thoughts. So my final thoughts is it's a great game to take travelling that's heavy on the strategy but light on the theme. But at the end of the day, who cares on the theme? Yeah. It's great. Yeah. My, yeah, my final thought was just it's a surprisingly brilliant game. I've said surprisingly because the box looks so boring and the theme is not great and usually that's what I need in a game. But not with this one. The Look. mechanic is so good that it just makes it a brilliant game. Buy if you want to challenge your decision-making skills. Buy if you like games with strategy. Buy if you want an engaging travel game. Buy if you like unusually themed games or have a love of shrubbery. <laughs> Which matches my buy if you have a tree fetish. And my last one, buy if you like cups of tea or your mother or both. <laughs> nice. You have been listening to the All Manner of Things podcast. If you would like to get in touch with us, you can email us at podcast at allmannerofthings.com or alternatively, you can find us on our website www.allmannerofthings.com Thanks for listening. Bye. I don't know why I was speaking in a bit of a la da da la 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 da da. The box is small, which is great. I put that equals great. <laughs> what a complex formula you got there. Box is small, which is great equals great. <laughs> great equals great. Yep. Okay. Cool. Okay. Yep. So it's great. We've established it's great. That the box is small. I think what I was meaning to write was. The box is small, which is great, um, makes it a great travel game, because it's small. <laughs> I think you keep saying the same stuff over and over again. Should we start again? I don't know. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay, presentation. The box is small, which... <laughs> <laughs> which is great. Which is great, which then equals great. <laughs> okay, I can do this. <clears throat>